Bathsheba was a tabloid mainstay, the bathing beauty who found her way into Scripture via the arms of King David, and David, the giant killer who couldn't corral his testosterone. The guy had more wives than common sense. His son, Solomon, had both wives and sense, uh, financial sense, that is. Has any king been so rich and so lonely? Vanity of vanities they carved on his headstone. The ancestors of Jesus, story after story marked by scandal, stumble, and intrigue. Who are these people? Us. That's who they are. We find our stories in theirs. We find our hope where they found theirs. In the midst of them all, hovering over them all, is the hero of it all, God, maker, shaper, rescuer of sinking hearts, God, passing out high callings, second chances, and moral compasses to all comers and takers, to Moses, who murdered, Samson, who slipped, Thomas, who second-guessed God, to John the Baptist, who dressed like a caveman and had the diet of a grizzly bear. These are the people of the Bible, brimming with much more spunk and spark than many people realize. I love to read their stories. Through the years, I've even taken a stab at retelling a few of them. This book is a collection of some of those efforts. Let me thank Laura Kendall, Karen Hill, and Andrea Lucado for managing the harvest. Thanks also to David Moberg and the Thomas Nelson team for suggesting the idea. We offer these pages to you on the wings of a wonderful promise. If God can find a place for these characters, He just might have a place for us, too. A jewel of a verse from the book of Hebrews implies as much. Jesus, who makes people holy, and those who are made holy are from the same family. So he is not ashamed to call them his brothers and sisters. He says, I am here, and with me are the children God has given me. Hebrews 2, verses 11 to 13. The passage has the feel of a family reunion photo, an assemblage of aunts, uncles, cousins, and kin gathered for a wedding, summer picnic, or holiday. All the curious characters of the family are present. A drifter, a drunk, the uncle who never grew up, and the aunt who never shuts up, the cousin with the police record, and the grandpa with the salty language, Joseph in his Egyptian garb, and his father, Jacob, with the darting eyes, Uncle Laban, and King David. Everyone is here, including Jesus. He sits smack dab in the middle of them, smiling like the proud papa he is. I am here, and with me are the children God has given me. Do you see your face in the photo? I hope you do. You're in it. And he's proud of you, too. Chapter 1. Joseph. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother, Mary, was engaged to marry Joseph, but before they married, she learned she was pregnant by the power of the Holy Spirit. Because Mary's husband, Joseph, was a good man, he did not want to disgrace her in public, so he planned to divorce her secretly. While Joseph thought about these things, an angel of the Lord came to him in a dream. The angel said, "'Joseph, descendant of David, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife.' because the baby in her is from the Holy Spirit. 
She will give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this happened to bring about what the Lord had said through the prophet, The virgin will be pregnant, she will have a son, and they will name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the Lord's angel had told him to do. Joseph took Mary as his wife, but he did not have sexual relations with her until she gave birth to the son, and Joseph named him Jesus. Matthew 1, verses 18 to 25. Joseph's Prayer The white space between Bible verses is fertile soil for questions. One can hardly read Scripture without whispering, I wonder. I wonder if Eve ever ate any more fruit. I wonder if Noah slept well during storms.